0: Hi, I'm Sifu Henry Araneda. I'm the founder of the Ultimate Martial Art Academy, and with over 20 years of teaching experience, I've become obsessed with helping people improve their Wing Chun knowledge and skill by teaching them how to approach their training efficiently and effectively. I've created the Wing Chun by Design podcast to give you step-by-step strategies to take your Wing Chun to the next level. So guys, let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wing Chun by Design podcast. I trust you're having a great day. And today, guys, for this episode, I'll be discussing safe distance, okay? So what is the safe distance? How long should it be? Okay, I believe it's very important for you to understand the safe distance concept when training so that way you can build good habits if ever you need to fight and defend yourself. All right. So let me share with you. In my experience, safe distance should be the length of two arms or basically two steps away from your training partner. Okay. When you practice, this concept will help you determine how far your training partner should stand from you in order for you to see the attack come at you. And then this way you build the habit of not allowing anyone get any closer to you. Okay, because if you allow your training partner to always feed you the attack from arm's distance, then guess what? You will transfer that into your daily life. If you have a stranger approach you, you'll be okay with them standing that close to you because you've built that habit Okay. But if you train yourself to not allow anyone, any stranger get any closer to you, right from, except from two steps away, then you have a greater chance at protecting yourself. You can look online. There are plenty of YouTube videos where you see sudden attacks happen on the streets or public transportation. And they always happen when the attacker is very close to the victim. Now, two steps away should be the rule of thumb. So that's tip number one, two steps away or the length of two arms. When you're practicing your Wing Chun techniques, that distance will help you see what's coming at you and you'll have a better chance at intercepting and counter-attacking. Okay. Then tip number two, Always attack the center. That is one of the key principles in the Wing Chun system. The center being your opponent's face, solar plexus, nose, mouth, neck, throat, area, groin, of course. When you have someone feed you the attack, you need to learn to obviously protect yourself. If you're my student, you know that. The first thing I teach my students is to cover, to protect themselves. Then you can worry about, counter-attacking, and uh, hitting the center. Now, let's say we're drilling a very basic Wing Chun drill, Wing Chun technique, which in applied Wing Chun we call it hooks and uppercuts. If you're a Wing Chun practitioner, I'm pretty sure you've done this yourself, where you're defending against someone standing in front of you, feeding you hooks to the face and the uppercuts, and when you're defending, you're working on tanta and kanta. When you drill this, you're always attacking the center. The aggressor, or in this case, your training partner is feeding you hooks and uppercuts to your face and ribs, but you do not want to have your main focus, your eyes go to the hands. You want to be always focused on hitting the center. If you're first learning this drill, you will make mistakes, all right? And that's tip number three. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Let's say someone's feeding you 10 attacks and out of the 10 and you're brand new at it, you make six, seven mistakes out of the 10. Don't be discouraged. That is part of the learning process. Just keep at it because in no time, those six or seven mistakes will turn into three or four, then two and three, and then maybe just one mistake out of the 10. And eventually you'll get to a point where maybe you won't even make a mistake. So the main focus is to be confident that you can stop the attack, hit the center, cover, intercept whatever's coming at you and build your confidence, understanding the distance and not be afraid of someone swinging at you or in this case, attacking you. Now, why is this safe distance so important? See, if you and I are about to fight, and I'm standing in arm's reach, and I'm about to go. I'm about to launch my attack. Question, do you know where I'm about to hit you? You have no clue. I could punch your face, go to your solar plexus, to your ribs, to your groin, to your shin, to your knee, to your foot. You have no idea. So you cannot risk saying, ah, I think it's gonna come to my face, I'll do this, because you may walk into a completely different attack and be hurt in the process. So I always tell my students, when training, in self-defense, in real fighting, you have no control over your opponent, but you have full control over what you do. So if you see someone in the real world, a stranger, approaching you, and you know your safe distance should be two steps away from you, and this person steps inside your safety circle, they're about one step away in arm's reach, what should you do? immediately you should step away, okay? Because that's how you control your own distance. Person comes in, you step out. So why? Because if that person were to attack you, by keeping this two-step rule, you have time to see what's coming at you, and you can recognize the attack, and it gives you a better chance to defend and counterattack, all right? And that's it. That's why this distance is so important because that gives you a better chance at being effective at defending yourself. Now, when training, you do not want to chase hands, meaning you do not want to have your main focus on looking at your partner's punches and kicks and miss the opportunity of always staying focused on the center. So when people watch some of my videos online and they practice Wing Chun, they may not understand what they're seeing. If I have someone, let's say a student of mine, or even myself, I'm working on a specific drill. If a student swings at me with a hook and I'm working on the most basic technique to stop the hook and I do a Tanta, I stop the hook and I'm attacking the center. Easy. What should I do next? Of course, I can continue attacking my counterattack, chase, kick, elbow, whatever. But that is not where the training stops. You need to keep working on becoming reflexive. And this is where most Wing Chun students do not understand what they're seeing in my videos. I will not stop with one student swinging one time. I will have that student swing three, five, seven, eight times, multiple times. Not because the attacker out there on the street is gonna swing that many times. I will not, I will not allow that to happen. But I'm training myself to become reflexive because if we only train ourselves to be perfect in our um, fighting situations, It's very unrealistic because you could be fighting one person and then suddenly that person has a friend who's coming from your side, from your blind toe, from wherever. And how do you intercept that hook that you don't see coming? You have to try your best at becoming reflexive in covering the areas where you're exposed. So that's why when you see our drills and we're working on defending against three hooks, it doesn't mean we're defending... Like a fighting sequence, we're just drilling Tanta to become reflexive, Gangta to become reflexive. And when we use a Kwanzaa to defend against a hook, that is because that is where you were exposed. And in, say, a not ideal situation, how do you stop it? Of course, you can stop a hook with a Tan, with a Fulgang, with a Kwan, with a Pak, with a Lap. You can even kick before the hook reaches your face. In an ideal situation, you can do so many different things. You have a catalog of techniques you can use. But that's not the point. It's easier said than done. The point is, how do you cover when you're already committed to another technique? How do you recover when the person is counterattacking? How do you cover when the person did not go down when you already attacked for whatever reason, you missed the punch, you slipped the punch, the guy was high on drugs and you punched them in the face, but they're still standing and they come back at you. How do you cover against that? That is the key point. That is where the difference between success and failure, the difference between going home safe to your family or going to the hospital is all about understanding how to cover and counter So let me run through this again. Topic was safe distance. How far should the safe distance be? The rule of thumb, according to my experience, is two steps away or the length of two arms. So build that habit when training at the school, at the academy, so that way that becomes just a natural given reaction. So you see someone come in any closer, bang, you step away. Number two, when training, attack the center. So if your training partner is feeding you whatever techniques, you can, of course, see what's coming at you with your peripheral vision. But don't lose the main focus, which is to keep your eyes on the center. Number three, make mistakes. That's part of the learning process. Don't let the fear of making mistakes hold you back. Keep at it, keep at it, keep at it. Because just like when you learn to ride a bike, you'll fall down, you get up, you keep on going. You fall down, you get up, you keep on going until one day you no longer fall down. And then for the rest of your life, you have the habit and the technique to learn to ride your bike. You can stop riding a bike for 20 years and you just jump on it again, bang, you can ride it. Fighting works the same way. And don't forget, guys, do not chase hands. Just keep hovering and attacking the center. Okay. So guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope every tip and strategy that I'm uh, teaching you and helping you with takes your Wing Chun to the next level. All right. If you're watching us on YouTube, check out some of my other videos, the how-tos the tutorials and the demos. So that way you can see how to actually apply Wing Chun. And I will leave on the description below the link to my online uh, academy, to my free introductory Applied Wing Chun course. Check it out. There are plenty of videos there that you can learn from. And also, if you are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave a five-star review, um, leave a comment. I would greatly appreciate your support. So that way I can continue making these videos for you all on a weekly basis and these podcasts. So having said that, thank you very much, guys. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye-bye.